Okay, take a sip of tea. Ah, delicious. Okay. Last episode of Volume 4. Here we go. Alright. <clears throat> Hello world, welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. I'm your host, John Flores, and I am joined by one of my good buddies, one of my one of my brothers from another mother. He's been on several times, but it's been a while since he had his own solo episode. Allow me to welcome back Anthony Jenkins, aka Ka. How you doing tonight, man? Oh, good. Thank you. Hold the applause, everybody. All right, but um, yes, it's, it's been a while. It's yeah, I feel like this is going to be a good one. Hopefully. Nice way to go out with the season. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's the last episode of Volume Four. We're gonna just for a little housekeeping here. Uh, this episode will be going out the twenty sixth. Yeah, twenty sixth. And, you know, we're going to take like two months off, two and a half months off, probably come back mid-May, somewhere around there. We'll see. Uh, definitely got to have you back on uh, when the playoffs start, because <clears throat> we'll touch on this in a little bit, but you have a rooting interest this uh, NBA postseason. Um, yeah, and so we have a lot to cover. Uh, so let's get started then. We, it's been a very busy month, man. There's a lot of gone, lot that's gone on this month up top. This is Black History. This is the end of Black History Month, man. And you know, as an African American man, uh, did you do anything special for it, or do you celebrate in any particular way, or is it just another? Is it just a month long thing where you just, you know, it, it, how, how? What's Black History Month like for you, Cub? Um, I'm less less involved now than I used to be. Yeah. I mean, I do I do my regular things. I like to try to, you know, watch movies that mean something to me. Mm-hmm. Like when I get a chance, you know. Alright, any movies that I just like particularly, like anything that that I guess is Central Park Five. The Central Park Five. Yeah. I was like the five, and I couldn't think of the Central Park Five. Yeah. Things like that. Like, I learned a lot about that actually in college. We had a, had a course on it, and I don't know that particularly, but events like that that kind of shaped history. But and then watching that film, it kind of shed light on it. And watching that whole little series was actually it was it was crazy to kind of see. But one of the guys that was in it used to the actual person like spoke at LSU. Mm-hmm. Earlier this month, and it was an opportunity that I missed, and I think it would have been something good to, you know, go to. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll catch, I catch another event eventually. I I had my cousin's husband on earlier uh, at the beginning of the month, right at the beginning of February. He talked about Black History Month, and me, like a dumb white person, I was like, "So, black people in America." What's that all about? And like, I was just, I felt like such a dumbass for asking such an open ended, broad question that's like so multifaceted. I really, I, re- I really turned into one of those white people, uh, that was like, so racism, huh? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, what do you want to know? <laughs> it's like, it, I, but, uh, but yeah, man, it was, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I'm aware of February being Black History Month, but obviously, as a white man, um, and as a Latino, I don't really, feel a uh, responsibility 
uh, to celebrate, but I'm happy that it exists. I'm tired of, like, don't you get tired of all those people, all those white people that are like, when is White History Month? It's like, oh, God, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you always get those, you know. It's, it's but, I mean, yeah. you just, you just kind of, you kind of shrug it, you yeah. know, you don't get into it, because you'll be talking for days, like, people that say stuff like that, there's, there's no way to get to them at all, so. Yeah. Uh, well, we also have another thing going on right now. Uh, it's currently the Monday, so technically Lundy Gras. Uh, this is being recorded the day before uh, Mardi Gras. So yeah, man, are you doing anything so special to celebrate Mardi Gras at all? Are you doing, you know, did you go to any parades or do anything crazy? Well, I mean, I did for the first time. I went to go see what all the hype was about about the Spanish Town Parade in Baton Rouge. That was the only one I caught on Wednesday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um... Didn't see as many, like, um, intensive floats or yeah. anything actually extremely inappropriate as, like, I thought I would see. I mean, I heard horror stories of the parade and yeah. how they're culturally insensitive, but I didn't really see nothing crazy like that. I mean, you can, of course, I saw Trump floats and mm-hmm. things of that nature, but it was nothing, like, that was literally in-your-face races that I've seen. I mean, you had your standard Mardi Gras girls flashing for shirts. I mean, you know, regular people selling beer on the corner. I mean, it's it's just crazy that people literally walk around in the middle of the street with liquor in there all day. I mean, even in Baton Rouge, to me, it's crazy. But yeah, I lived there eight. I lived in Baton Rouge for eight years, Scott. I never went to Spanish Town. Yeah, I wasn't mentioning anything. It's another parade. Yeah, well, that was the thing, man. Like, when Mardi Gras rolled around, uh, luckily they gave us that Tuesday off, so all we had to do was take that Monday off. Um, so, like, I would go home. I would go to New Orleans to celebrate Mardi Gras. Like, I, I didn't see the point in staying in Baton Rouge. I was always, like, away. But, yeah, those days are gone, man. The only thing I get to do now is eat king cake. That's it. Like, I, don't, I, don't, like, I, bought, <laughs> I bought one of these Austin king cakes Nothing special about them. They're just king cakes, you know. I got it from H E B. It's it's pretty good. I've eaten about half of it, and it's uh no Gambinos. No Gambinos. Actually, I'm a more Randazzo's kind of guy. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've had some, I've had some fond memories on uh, <laughs> I've had some fond memories on uh, uh on Mardi Gras, man. I I remember one in particular. Probably the best Mardi Gras I ever had uh, that I remember because I used to get wasted, wasted. Yeah. Was it Mardi Gras when you ran in the wheel, like in New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't run into him. He, I was, I was working in, I was living in New Orleans for a little bit after college, and I was working, and he was in town. He was like, "Hey, you want to come out?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'll, I'll meet you down there." It was great. It was a lot of fun. We got really drunk. Uh, he tried to get me to hook up. He tried to hook me up with one of the one of his friends that was a chick and shit like that. It didn't work out because it just wasn't clicking. But it was fun. Uh, he's a wild boy, man. He's wild, dude. I, I mean, I this was back in my drinking days, so I was down for some shit. But I'm like, holy dude, slow down, man. I'm kind of kind of. This is a lot of alcohol, yeah, man. The definition of wild, but you know, great, great guy. Yeah. Uh, but one one Mardi Gras stuck out in particular. I can't remember if I told this story on the pod or not, but um. You'll appreciate this. Uh, one Mardi Gras, I was going with my friend Ronnie down St. Charles. We're going to meet his girlfriend, right? And uh, um, 
Uh, I just was hanging out with him. We we both went to high school together. Uh, you know, we're just hanging out, right? Uh, this was in college. I think I was a sophomore, so I was like 20 years old. And then, um, so he was, so his girlfriend was still at the high school we went to because Ronnie was a freshman and she was a senior in high school. So they were still dating and stuff at the time. But anyway, so we were meeting there and, uh, oh shit, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, so this is another part of the story. <laughs> So I went to go meet with my uh, – this is the day before. This is a couple of days before. Uh, I went to go meet my friend Joe. Shout out to Joe Lusick. I just hung out with him when I was in D.C. not too recently. Um, and so I I hung out with him, met a, hung out with his group of friends, met this chick. I think her name was Hillary. I can't remember. Probably not. It doesn't really matter. Uh, really hit it off. Really hit it off with this chick Hillary, you know you know got drunk and made out with her that night right and then the next day i think it was like saturday or sunday uh i hung out with her all day like i didn't even hang out with joe i hung out with her all day right so uh we we hung out in parades and stuff like that we drank a lot and it was a lot of fun i had a great time with this girl i had just met right so then so then she was like off doing something the next night and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with my friend Ronnie. So like I said, I was going to hang out with my friend Ronnie, uh, not really expecting really anything, uh, just, you know, killing time until this chick Hillary that I'm really into, you know, was free and she could come meet me on the parade route. So I <laughs> I asked her, so I'm texting her, all this is happening and I'm, I'm, I'm Ronnie and I finally make it to his girlfriend. But uh, so his girlfriend had a friend named uh, Ariana, right? So it was the four of us for most of the evening. We were just chilling, you know. And then literally Ronnie and his girlfriend, I think Kelsey, they went off to do what couples do with their private time. I'm not going to divulge into – I'm not going to put their business down the streets. But uh, so then so then I'm like – I'm hanging out with this chick, Ariana. She's a cute girl and I'm just like, huh, OK. So we're just chatting and stuff like that and, you know, shooting the shit like, you know. And I'm texting this chick, Hillary, and this chick, Hillary, is like, oh, I'm with Joe right now. We're on our way to meet you. Just ch- stay put. And I'm like, okay. And like an hour goes by. And me and this Ariana chick are just chat- chatting and like, you know, we're drinking. We're having a good time. And we're like, hey, you want to make out with each other? She's like, yeah, let's make out right now. And then like we just start making out like on the middle in the middle of St. Charles on the neutral ground, shit like that. And uh, I'm not really paying attention to anything around me. And, like I'm not even looking at my phone. And I hear, I hear, John. I was like. I turned around and I was like, I think that's Joe's voice. And I turn around and it's Joe with this Hillary chick. And she just saw me making out with this other girl. And I was just like, oh shit. And Ariana goes, what, what, what? I was like, uh, well, I didn't tell you this, but, uh, yeah, a girl was supposed to be meeting me here while I was hanging out with y'all. And she's right behind me. And she, uh, totally just sees us making out like right now. And she's like, oh, that's awkward. I'm like, yeah, it is. And then next thing I know, Hillary and Joe are gone. And then I just was like, well, you know, so, you, play sorry, the, yeah. you play the hand. Let's let us resume. You play the hand you're dealt. Right. And I just started making out with Ariana and Ariana. And actually, oh, yeah. we actually yeah, dated. For, yeah, I know. I was a I am a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Uh, but actually, me and Ariana dated for a while after that. She was a really cool chick. I really was sad when we uh, when things ended. Uh, but yeah, she was. Uh, I was like, that's like the funny, I've had some really embarrassing, that's like the most like playfully embarrassing story that I have from Mardi Gras. Most of the other stories I have are like really embarrassing or really dumb. So I'm just like, eh, that's a fun story I'll tell. Do you have any wild Mardi Gras stories, Kyle? Sadly, no. Like, I don't think I've ever done, I haven't done anything too wild on Mardi Gras. Like, I went, I mean, up and down, you know, in New Orleans, but 
would always go with family and friends. Other yeah. than that, I mean, I haven't just went out and done some wild stuff on Mardi Gras. Yeah. But, I mean, I, again, it's not something big that I, like, really celebrate. majority of the time, I was probably at work. Yeah, I, I get that. I uh, I remember working at the store that shall not be named, Ka. I, yeah. I told our bosses that, like, make me work Thanksgiving, I don't care. Make me work Christmas, I don't care. Make me work New Year's, I don't care. Just give me Mardi Gras weekend off. That is the only time the time, that was the only time working at that store that I ever, like, the only holiday I was like, I'm taking that holiday off and there's nothing y'all can do to stop me because I'm taking that entire weekend off because it was. <laughs> so do you even like Mardi Gras, dude, or are you just like, eh, it's whatever? Yes, I mean, I definitely have to. It's whatever. I mean, yeah, it's it's a perfect time to go out there and drink and, I yeah. guess, and have fun. I mean, you see some interesting stuff. I like to go out there and people watch more than anything. Yeah. but you know, the times I do remember going out there. I mean, it's a. I don't remember. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I mean, yeah. It, it, it always ends up, I mean, if I had a good time, I don't really remember the good time. I like remember bits and pieces. Speaking of the store, you know. Yeah. I, I went by that Saturday. Yeah. To see the twins. Went to see them after the Spanish time parade. I got to see them and say hey, and, you know, I ran into a particular boss, our manager went to. It was an interesting, <laughs> an interesting encounter. The twins were great, though. Yeah. <laughs> the twins? Who are the twins? Oh, the twins. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, oh, they're still there? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. At the downtown one, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, okay, I'm going to cut this bit out. When when you said twins, I thought you were referring to the... uh... Nah, she didn't. She didn't do anything for me. But uh, but anyway, enough of that. Uh, I'm just gonna cut that out. Don't worry. No one's gonna hear what we just talked about. Uh, <laughs> uh, Quality content. Leave it for the outtakes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll do a, a, a blooper blo- reel. Yeah, blooper reel. But yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on to um. You, you want to talk music first? Or you want to talk sports? I feel like we got more to talk about with sports. Yeah. So let, let's save that for last. Okay. Know, what uh? We can go on the music. You know. Yeah, because you're my music guy, man. I, I send music shit to you randomly because nobody else in our group really gives a shit about music. It's really tragic. Like, I don't... Really, it's a bunch of DMX fans. Yeah, like, I don't... I don't know about you, man, but, like... So I live alone, right? And when I'm when I'm doing something, like, if I'm cleaning or I'm cooking or I'm doing whatever, if I'm not, like, sitting down to watch something... Like outside of like sleeping, I, I I have music on all the time. Like we, I think Stephen once said that he drove from he drives places, he goes about his business driving without listening to music. I'm like, what? Like no radio, no nothing. I just don't understand how people can live with little to no music in their life. Like they just like, eh, it's whatever. I'm like, dude, if I'm not listen, if I'm not, if I can listen to music, I'm listening to music every chance I get. You know? Exactly. I feel like Stephen. Probably drive to listen to podcasts. Probably, I mean, I listen like, to podcasts maybe. too, of course. But yeah, 
mean, well, yeah, but I just, I felt like he just listened to, like, straight sports podcasts or something like that. I'm thinking him, it's like, Bill Belichick sitting in a car. I don't think Bill Belichick listens to music in the car either. Oh, man. Straight face just sitting there, like, hmm, that's interesting. So what are you listening to these days? What are you, what, what, what are you spending these days? In particular, I like. I don't know if they're making a lot of good music. I mean, I'm at least on the rap side of music. You know? Yeah. You got a whole bunch. You still have all these young kids that are coming out still. I mean, Wayne's album was meh. But then, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was better than one of his last. But, I mean, I can't be mad at it. Kanye is going off a of band. Like, you know, you can't really listen to Kanye anymore because he's just a crazy person. You know Especially when it comes to rap and hip hop, uh, and I think this is why I latched onto Kanye so much. Uh, it's because uh, lyrics, rapping—you know—I I have my appreciation for the wordplay and the uh, the craft that you know rapping is. But honestly, I'm more in love with the production of rap, like the the musical production of rap. Like, so I listen to the instrumentals as too. Like, and I per, I lean I tend to lean towards musicians and rappers who put out music that is more interesting sonically than necessarily lyric-wise. Like, I, I'll listen to people discuss rap, and they'll talk about, oh, these bars and that bars and that line and that line. I'm like, yeah, I have some favorites, but honestly, like, I'm like, is this music actually good to listen to? Like, is the production, is is there an interesting <laughs> sample? Is there, like, is there a beat that makes me, like, get, like, that, like, like gets me going or something like that? I, I, t- I lean towards the... You know, I, I again, I have a I have a lot of respect for people who can like, you know, spit as they say, as the kids say. <laughs> I um, mean, you know, this motherfucker no, is spitting right one. now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, I lean towards more the production side, so I think that's why I latched on, especially to Kanye, was because I always felt like he took samples and did some pretty interesting things with it, and his production was always like even even his newest stuff. Like as bad as it is, and as crazy as he is, I'm still like, you know what? I'm gonna give the it a shot. Be- yeah, because the production's gonna be excellent. So I'm gonna be like, the 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 rapping's gonna be terrible. His rapping has definitely fell off, but his music is still it's pretty good sounding music. Um, I'm listening to Tame and Paula's new album. That's the one I'm listening to. I think it's a uh, the Slow Rush. Why did I forget it? I thought it was Deep. Re- anyway, so yeah, man, I'm listening you- to I'm listening to their new album. It's pretty good. I really dig it. I recommend it. Do you ever have you ever given have you ever have you, have you ever heard of Tame and Paula? No, I haven't haven't heard of them at all. Okay, so I'll tell you how I got into them. 
Do you remember Rihanna's album Anti? Yeah. Okay, so you know that song she has, Same Old Mistakes? Yeah. Okay, so that is like a direct cover of a Tame Impala song. So I heard that and I was like, wow, this song is incredible. And I looked into it. I was like, oh, this is a cover of a Tame Impala song. And I listened to the to that version. I was like, wow, that's incredible. And then I listened to that whole album called Currents. And then I listened to all their music. And it's really good. If you like kind of alternative, electronic, psychedelic, like it's it's very... I think you would dig it, especially if you like production. Cut. I think you should give it a try, especially their album Currents. Uh, which right, came out. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think you would dig it, man. I think you would really dig it. Send me a link. I'd be, I'd be interested to try them out. Give me right now. I know we did a decade thing already, mm-hmm. but who would you say is the most underrated in the past ten years for what they did? Ooh, oh, oh, God! You get, you get, you catching me off guard here, man. Usually, I'm the one with the uh, hard hitting <laughs> topics and <laughs> questions. Oh God! <laughs> oh man! Uh, you know, I'll say run the jewels. Like, they've had a great decade, I think, especially towards the back half. And people are aware of them, but they're not a bigger deal than I think they should be. Like, they're they're incredible. I love their music. I'm looking forward to their Run the Jewels album four. And uh, I think that's the one that jumps off the top of my head. How about you? I don't, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I was just thinking, and it's probably not even from this decade, even though, like, I feel music-wise, I feel like T-Pain was so underrated for what he did. Yeah. Like, I can look through his discography, and I'm like, he, he has a lot of songs. Like, you put it on, everybody probably knows the words to it. Yeah. He was just like, and his production was nice. He was a fun person to have. I was like, I can understand how he fizzled out the way he did. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he literally, he came out at the right time for him and his style of music. It was, yeah. it I was th- great. That's, yeah. that's all I would say. I, I think T-Pain, I think it's very interesting I think what he did with auto-tune was distinct and unique. And then a whole bunch of people kind of... I mean, he kind of brought, you know, auto-tune into hip-hop. And uh, Kanye, also, Kanye also helped, of course, but T-Pain was ahead of it before even, you know, Wheezy and uh, and Kanye. So it's like, what I, what I was... What I guess I'm trying to say is, like, I think that what he did was unique and it was his own distinct style, but I feel like a bunch of imitators and, like people ripped it off and like it's mutated into this like norm and it's like a lot of people lament the fact that auto-tune has played such a heavy role in hip-hop over the past like 10 to probably 10 to 13 years so uh i think that he he, he got a lot of that backlash that like people were like oh he's just auto-tune and you know he actually can sing pretty well and he's actually a really talented uh artist and so i think that what, what well, he, he, he is you know a champion of the Mad Singer. Yeah. Oh, I never watched that show. That show looked like pure stupidity to me. It's not. It's actually a great show. You should watch it. No, I'm good. I mean, it's it's hilarious, but you should watch it. It's entertaining. uh, You know, uh, look, if they could do... I could probably get into it if the judges weren't so stupid. Like, the judges... I I watched my parents watch it. (laughs) And I watched a little bit of it once time when I was at home over the over these past holidays, and I was like, "Can you just like get rid of them? Like it, maybe just have Nick Cannon and the Mass Singers, but like get rid of the judges because they're useless. They're absolutely like I don't give it. Shut up. Le- be quiet. No one wants to hear from you. We're not here for you. Mm, you don't like Doctor King. That's that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I mean, Robin Thicke doesn't say much. He's the only person that rambles. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it is Dr. Ken. And, <laughs> and I have no love for Jenny McCarthy because she's fucking anti-vaxxer queen, so fuck all that, man. But, uh, but, yeah, but nah, I'm good, Kyle. I don't really like reality TV to begin with. So, uh, so yeah, man, any other, any other things you're looking forward to music-wise? What about our boy Drake, man? What's coming from him? He's got that album with Future, you said? Yeah, the album with Future, um, I'm guessing it's gonna be what a time to be a lot part two. Awesome. The song that he dropped with him recently, Life's Good, mm-hmm. great song. Like, I mean, it's the Drake effect. Anything he touched pretty much is gonna go really platinum. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you can really give me anybody, and I'll probably tell you Drake's better than that, but that's my opinion. So. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I think he, he's also working on his own project. Yeah. You know, he said something about he's trying to do a little bit less than he did on Scorpion because he had a two-side kind of track or whatever. Yeah, Scorpion was a beast. That was... A- and, and, you know, probably isn't, it isn't my favorite Drake album, but it he definitely gave us a lot, man. He definitely was like, here's everything. It's like, God damn, this is yeah, a little bit of something for everybody on it. Yeah. Uh, you like singing sad Drake? There's a little bit on that for you, too. Oh, man. You know, what her, you know what Drake song I heard the other day, and you know I love it, and you're going to laugh at me for it? Was that on Scorpion? Yeah. Or was that, I think that was Scorpion. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, it was on, it was on uh, Scorpion. I listened to Summer Games the other day. Oh, God. I love that song, dude. And it's really because it's synth. It's like the synth on that one, man. I'm just like, God, this is really... It's a, it, it gets pretty awful at like a moment where it's like, breaking my heart, break, break, breaking my... Oh, dude, I was like, could you... Breaking my break, break. Yeah, cut that shit out. But like the the beat and the synth and the... Oh, I loved it. I was like, this is a jam. And I think I'm the only per- person on this planet that actually likes that song. <laughs> I feel like you must have liked that song Apartment with you. But it oh, wasn't yes, I did love I love with you. That's that party next door collaboration. I love that song too. See, I, I'm you know all these people that are like God, I hate Drake when he sings. I'm like actually I kind of like it when Drake sings. <laughs> it's like Caribbean Drake. I don't know that. Oh, I just like I just like interesting production. I like people doing different things, and I guess I like the softer kind of rap. I guess I guess that just makes me a. A basic ass B, you know. Um, you know, but there's look, there's levels to there's heartbreak Drake. Yeah. You know, there's. Yeah, man. When you when you've had some <laughs> when you've had some heartbreak, Drake is definitely there to be like, oh man, uh, that Caribbean Drake, not a <laughs> drill flow Drake. Oh man, one dance. Also, randomly heard one dance the other day on my like music shuffle, and I was like. God, that's a great song. That's a really fun song. Like, that was... And Hotline Bling, as big as Hotline Bling got, like, I was like, that's actually a really fun song. Like, that's actually a really, really good song. Like, oh, and of course, uh, uh, oh, God, what's the one? Uh, shit, he had the music video with it, with all the women in it. Fuck. Uh, uh, oh, God damn it. What's the one? Uh, nice Boy? Yes. The one who shot, nice uh, for what? Yes, that was a banger as well. That was also a really fantastic oh, song. He, he had a lot of great singles on that album, but I feel like that's all he gave. Yeah, like a lot of those singles are the ones that were the good songs on there, which I guess that works out. You know, a lot of people you you get the singles and you're like, well, let me go see what else is good on here. Yeah, that's, that was still being for me. I'm trying to remember that discography. I'm trying to remember all the tracks on them because they had a bunch. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. 
person. Oh, in my feelings. Yeah, I'm, I'm that was the other. I think I texted you feelings. one day. I was like, I listened to In My Feelings one day randomly, and I'm like, you know what, Ka? That's actually another really good song. Like, what? I don't know what it is. Like, once yeah. his once his once his songs blow up, I'm kind of like, I mean, I don't want to give a shit about that song. But then I come back to it months later. I'm like, actually, you oh, know, you're that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a hipster. <laughs> I was literally first time I heard that song. I was in LA. Nice. I was like, oh, I was like, hey, think we were headed to the beach, and I was like, hey, Drake just dropped a new song. Mm. I did my feeling. Like, let me let me get out. Let me play it. Yeah. And we listened to it, and of course, it's you know, a crowd full of people from Louisiana. Yeah. So we hyped just because it's like a New Orleans bounce kind of style song. I was like, all right. It was a great one. He did something for the city. Yeah. Again, he delivers. <laughs> Call him Domino's. Like, literally. Oh, the man, man has a key to the city. And all he does is go to basketball games and harass people on the sidelines. Yeah, and father illegitimate children. I mean, hey, all right, <laughs> you want to bash a man? Like, I'm kidding. There's plenty of guys out here fathering the legitimate Yeah, that was a low blow. That was a low blow on my part. I just did that for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he was perfect. But, you know. uh, anyway, all right, let's move on to sports, man. We got a little bit of sports to talk about. We got two big things, I guess. Let's talk about Drew. Let's talk about Drew Brees, man. Were you? Were you? Was there ever a doubt that you thought he would retire? Uh, I didn't think he would. But I definitely think he will, no matter how this year goes. I don't see him signing no longer than another one-year deal. Yeah. And I feel like it's Super Bowl or bust. Because, I mean, now, you're losing Teddy Bridgewater, who I guess you assume would be your, you know, your go-to guy, if you did. Yeah. And, I mean, that's debatable, too. Because some people think Taysom Hill. I, I just don't. I don't know how comfortable I am with Taysom Hill being the starting quarterback. Yeah. And that's that being our go-to guy. Like, he. We use them in a lot of different ways that I think are vital to our offense. Yeah. So, I mean, if we take him and put him as a starter, it's going to take away from our offense a lot. Let me ask you, Cub. Using the two quarterbacks. Let me ask you, Cub. Do you think Tim Tebow sees Taysom Hill and he's like, if I had just opened myself to new possibilities, that could have been me right there. I could still be playing it. Because I'm just like, this dude's doing essentially what Tebow did. But Tebow was like, nah, I'm only a quarterback. And Taysom Hill's like, I'm whatever you need me to be, homie. I don't give a shit. Exactly. But, but now he wants to be a quarterback. And I'm I'm with you, man. I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know about that, man. I mean, I want you to be, I want you to make it big. And I want you to be successful. But Taysom, I don't think you... I mean, you don't got the. I don't think you got the arm, bro, and I don't think you got the accuracy, bro. So yeah, I don't want you to be the next butt fumble, man. Look, yeah, he's great here. Yeah, and you know, do do what you're great at. Like sometimes you gotta take a step back. Yeah, but I mean, if you feel, I mean, by all means, I'm pretty sure you can get a start job out there. Yeah, there's a market for him out there. Yeah, but I feel like he's thriving in the situation that he's in. Because yeah. of the situation that he's in. Yeah. He's not the guy. He's just the he's just the, the side he's just like one of the weapons. <laughs> he's one of the he's one of the uh just another weapon in the arsenal. He's just you know, I just don't 
I'm really going to be, I really want Teddy to leave. I really don't want him to go to Tampa Bay. I've heard like that thrown around. I want Teddy to go yeah. somewhere. I want him to go out of the division because I don't want to have to play him twice a year because that's just like, damn, dude, I don't want to have to play him. Like, that's our guy, man. Like, this city I loves wanna, Teddy. Yeah, you want to cheer for him. Everybody loves, he loves, that's, what, that's the only thing I hate about the state. Not that I hate about it, but it's the double-edged sword. Like, you want to see these guys go on and, you know, we can't play them off. You want to see them do great, but at the same time, you know, you can't, you're going to miss them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think Teddy's a starting quarterback, and you think you think he do you think that he could legitimately lead a team to you know playoff success? Not necessarily Super Bowl, but do you think, of course, in the right system? But do you think Teddy could lead like a really solid team to I don't know a champ a, a conference championship or a divisional round? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I've seen some. I've seen some questions. I mean, I feel like he he's good. He's definitely he's more poised in the pocket than he used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's more comfortable in that aspect, but I didn't see enough in those five games from him to say uh, he would be great on the start of the game. I mean, he could start, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, anybody that can throw a ball could be a step up for Chicago Bears right now. So. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I've also heard New England. Like, that would be very interesting to see Teddy go to New England. Uh, I doubt it, but we'll see. And all, I guess it all depends on what Brady wants to do. Exactly. He hasn't made his announcement yet. But back to Drew. Yeah. Glad he's coming back. Okay. Again, I think it's it's all or nothing for us again this year. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we basically we we gonna run it back. I don't know. We did again. I don't hey, know. Hey, we had this talk last year, and I told you we would go thirteen and three. And yeah. that was before Drew Brees went down with a thumb injury for five games or six games. Five. Yeah, it was five games. Uh, look, man, I, I, dude, you know how happy I would be if we ran it back. But also, like, I think 2018 was our year, man. I really think that the the robbery that was as close as we're ever gonna get. And uh, I'm just, I'm not sold. I, I'm really happy. I really want to keep seeing Drew play. But I also think I'm like, that was probably the best team we had. That was probably the best squad we had. And you know, Drew being here, you know, we'll still be competitive. And we'll still compete. But like. I don't think so. I I just don't. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I you know, uh, I'll be. I'll definitely eat crow if I'm wrong. But I just don't see it, man. I think that he's. I think he's seventy five percent or less of the of Drew. Like I just don't see it. I just don't. He doesn't look like Drew Brees to me that much anymore. He looks like again. He looks like a seventy five percent ish version of himself. I don't know. The numbers say different. The numbers still say that. He... But I feel like he does a lot of uh, like slants and short passes and death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, but also just like I don't know, man. I get, we need to work on our offensive line. Andrews Pete needs to get the fuck. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> our offensive line. We need. We need. You know. I, that that was what did us in on the Minnesota game. I'm convinced. It's the fact that we had nobody. Drew had no time. Like. I, I I was just that was such a stupid game. Uh, that game. Yeah, that was, so again, yeah, that game was horrible. But we run it back. I feel like we're on offense with one deep ball thread away from you know being good. I mean, we got Mike, but like you said, well, we can't you. throw to him twenty times a game. I wanted to ask you though, as the Jared Cook fan club, do you think he could oh, yeah. rise up to a legitimate second option? Oh yeah, I think he could. 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 I think he could
Yes, he can if he stays healthy. And I feel like the dude was concussed every other game. Yeah. That, but when he was in there, we was cooking. Yeah, we was cooking every time. We, we were every time. Every, every he got time. to the end zone. Like, he made a big play. <laughs> every he, he time. He's a big guy. Every time. He gave me a reason to stay cooking every game. Every, you know, that's all That's all <laughs> I can ask for him. Like, I, I said last year that y'all was going to know Jared Cook. Like, if he would have stayed healthy, you know, yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, you had you would have you would have probably had you know numbers like Kittle, Kittle who, like that's what it would have been. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember in that that big Niners game we had, like him going out, that really set us back. He was he was having a game. Yeah, he had the first two touchdowns in yeah in the beginning, got knocked out, and then often got stayed. But it's okay, and you know what? Uh, like next year he's gonna be there. Yeah. We're going to have Kegar, Mike. Yeah. Kamara wasn't 100%. I feel like he's going to be back with, you know, the Kamara we all know and love. I hope so. And the defense hopefully will get better. I don't know. Do you keep Eli Apple? Ew. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't I feel know like we, <laughs> I feel like we played a little. We played good without him. Let's, let's see what Janoris can do. I don't know, man. Let's move on to something more immediate. We were originally going to record this yesterday after... The uh the Celtics played the Lakers, man. I watched that entire game, man. That was a great game. Uh, so what do you think, man? Oh. It's a uh, home stretch for your C's. They went in oh, the East or what? I'm sitting, I'm sitting right where I want to sit. <laughs> I'd I'd like to stay in third uh, in the East. Yeah, you know, we I was starting five and only played twelve games this year together. Yeah, I mean, as an all healthy unit, like yeah, I'm I'm loving it. Tatum dropped 41 on the Lakers yesterday. It was a crushing loss. Yeah. We made some stupid ass. But, you know, Kimball Walker wasn't there. He didn't really, he didn't play. Yeah. So, you know, everything is looking up though. Tatum is the star everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. I, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed watching him play. Like, I don't like to root for other Eastern Conference teams, but I was like, this dude's a pretty bad boy, man. He's pretty legit. And uh, every time I watch him play... He's only 21. <laughs> and he's only 21. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think you have to take some optimism there that y'all were that neck and neck with the best team in the West, arguably, and, you know, Kimball wasn't there. Like, I was like, I thought y'all were going to get waxed when I heard Kimball wasn't going to be playing. I was like, oh, shit, well, this is going to be a boring game. And I was like... Oh fuck no! This is actually a really fun game. Like it was really awesome, and uh, yeah, I went back and forth. Marcus Smart is the most underrated player on our team, yeah. and he does so much without showing the stats for. But yeah, guy will he take the hell out of you and chuck him? He will chuck him. Yeah, and knock down a good percentage of him. But you know, you uh, that whole game was just nice. That the beginning of the start of that third quarter. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, we got we got this one in the bag." They starting to do it, and then they just started trapping Tatum, and no one else could show up. Like Gordon Hayward has to score more than ten, especially with Kim out. Yeah, you know what I mean, he he went five for fifteen, I believe. And you you can't go zero for five for three. Like that's we're a small ball team. We had to knock down the open jumpers, and that's what we did. Yeah, and that's what we missed up like that. We have no bitch. But we don't need it because we got Tatum and we got Kimba and Jalen Brown. 
and Lord Hayward when he wants to play. But he did have nine assists, so no matter. So let me uh, let me ask you this. First question. You know who Pete Buttigieg is, right? Yes. Have Brad Stevens and Pete Buttigieg been seen in the same room together? Because they could be the same person. I'm convinced they could be the same, like, <laughs> white-ass, like, default-ass, like, white-looking dude. I'm just like, they really do look almost exactly like they could be brothers. But as the, as kidding aside, so who scares you in the East? I mean, I think the big monster in the room is Milwaukee. Are you terrible? I mean, yeah. But is that That's the only? About it. Yeah, is that the only That's team you fear? That's why I want to sit in the three spot so I don't have to see them until the conference final. Yeah, and then you just have to jockey let them play. I mean, love hits first. Like we, I mean, seeing when we played them this year. Yeah, I mean he's gonna go out there and give him at least thirty. We just gotta make everybody else beat us, which I feel like we have a good chance at doing. Mm-hmm. But they always find a way to get a spark in that three point shooting. Especially when we're playing. That's what I don't like. And we have to be better on guard the perimeter. So, I mean, realistically, I feel like we're the problem of the biggest threat to uh, Especially when we're fully healthy. Yeah. I like to work as smart with the second move. But we literally run five guys, kind of like the Rockets did last year. Yeah. We run, we're going to run five guys for 40 minutes and everything. Uh, you know, 35 plus. It's like, uh... I was starting. Our starters are gonna get tonight. You couldn't literally play every game, the whole game. Yeah, and that's and that's what it's gonna take. Cause our our bench only gonna give us like twelve points. So you know, we don't have the the bench we had last year, but we got more star power. You know, so I'm really um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to see the Lakers again. Yeah, uh, uh, and I like to raise better. Better eighteen. Uh, I did want to ask you though. Uh, I, well, I am I, again. I don't root for any Eastern Conference team. Sorry, but not sorry. Uh, you know, I uh, I'm really interested to see what the Heat do. I, I still miss Jimmy Butler. I think he's still one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, I really like what they're doing down there, and I really think it's like you know they might be onto something, man. This uh, Bam Adebayo, man, he's legitimate. And just one last thing before we switch on to the All Star stuff, because we did want to, I did want to touch on that. Um, you know. The Bulls, you know, I'm just saying, you know, they're only they're only six games back from the eighth seed. You know, you know, like it's not impossible. It it I mean, I am going. Did I tell you I'm going to Chicago at the end of next month? I'm going to Chicago with my brother to see my first Bulls game in the United Center. I'm really excited about it. Wow, well, no, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I'm jealous. The day I get to go to the Garden will be. Highlight of everything. Yeah, man, I have to. I highly recommend the Garden. I've been to TD Garden. It was, it was really. It's a really nice stadium. It's small. I didn't realize it looks a lot bigger on TV, but it's actually kind of small. Like not in a bad way, but just like, oh, it's more. I feel like I'm closer to the court, even though these are the cheap seats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, let's, let's talk about the All Star Game, man. Let's. I mean, it's been a, it's been a while. It's been like what a week and a half, week and a few days since the All Star Game, but. What'd you think about it? Did you like the changeup? Did you like the? I thought it was really good. I I, I watch the All Star game regularly, and I'm kind of just like I have it on in the background. But this is the first one in a while right. I actually sat down, and like actively watched. Yeah, I feel like the changes were actually good for it. It made it more competitive, obviously. But, you know, I was hearing Chris Paul say when he got his son, and 
Zach Levine was my guy. Like that, I think Zach Levine won that fair and square. You know, not by a huge margin, but I think Zach Levine deserved that trophy. Nah. <laughs> All I'd say about that, nah. Nah, look, Come and, on, I, I agree. He deserved to win after like almost leaping over Taco. For the record, he didn't clear Taco Falls, just putting that out there. But also, it was still impressive. Like, I still enjoyed it. And I think that it should have been a tie or something like that. But. You know, I'm really happy for Derrick Jones Jr. His, all of his dunks, I thought were incredible. And it's the fact that I think all of his dunks were first tries. Like all of his dunks, he nailed on the first try. And I think that I think that's something said to be something to be said for that man. And uh, but yeah, Aaron Gordon probably should have won it. I'll concede that. Yeah, he probably he jumped over it. Taco Falls. He almost jumped over Taco Falls, but it was he still impressive. Over him enough. He's a seven foot five guy. <laughs> yeah, and he only <laughs> made it like seven four or seven three. But it's it's fine. I don't. I don't care. Like, yeah, I agree. I think that, yeah, he deserved it. I hope he comes back. I hope he's not the, hope he's not done no, with it forever. I wouldn't come back. You know, I'd be done with it forever. Like, you, you can't get robbed that many times. Like, and especially on that, on that stage. Hey, man, he only got robbed once, all right? Like, I think he needs to realize that that Zach Levine, his competition with Zach Levine was a lot closer than he thinks it was, or a lot of people say it was. Uh, but let me ask you this. Would you like to see, you know, like Jason Tatum do anything? Or would you like to see like a Zion Williamson in the dunk, ton- dunk contest? I'd, I'd like to see Zion. I'd like to see Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has not. Yeah. He doesn't dunk as much as he used to. Yeah. Like, I feel like him and Tatum are more on like the jelly layup. They like, they like these little casual nice layups at the rim now. Versus yeah. They only like dunk on ass breaks by Nicky LeBron James and Yeah. But, I would see either one of them. I'd probably see Jason Tatum in a three-point contest if he can actually, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, the most, as far as dunks go, I'd like to see Zion. Want to see that dude's a freak of nature. Yeah. I need more creative dunks, though. Like, I'm tired of people jumping from the free throw line. <laughs> I'm trying to jump from the free throw line. 
The White Howard should never be in a dunk competition anymore. <laughs> Stop. Oh, man, Dwight. I'm happy for Dwight. Even though I don't like Dwight, I'm like, hey, man, at least he's, like, not being Dwight Howard anymore. Like, you know, I don't roll my eyes when I see him anymore. I'm just like, oh, hey, Dwight. And then, like, <laughs> I don't hate him anymore. Like, I'm just like, I don't like him, but also I don't really care. And he's not being annoying anymore. He's kind of like, you know, keeping to himself. So that's also good. Uh, but I didn't ask you. I forgot to ask you when we were talking about the actual NBA, you know, the, the playoff race. You think Lakers are coming out the West or you think the Clippers or, you know, Denver might upset somebody? I wouldn't say Denver. Um, if anybody's going to upset them, it's going to be the Clippers. Yeah. And it, it, it'll come down to the bench. But I mean, the Lakers, they just, they added, which one of those? Marquise? Yeah, Marquise. Marquise Morris. Yeah. The stat, Avery Bradley shooting at a great percentage right now from three. Yeah. Um, they're underrated still. They have, they both have great depth, but I, I, I gotta give it to the group. Really? And I, I think they'll come out the way. I mean, I don't really see that much of a flawed Kawhi game. Yeah. And then you have Paul George on the same page. Who will to give you 30 off the bench? Like, the team is just so stacked, and I feel like once the game slows down for them, it'll be hard to stop them. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, the same thing about the Lakers. I mean, you still have Anthony Davis and LeBron James to worry about. And JaVale McGee, as far as just having big bodies in the paint goes, and Dwight Howard, like, it doesn't get any easier for you like that. Yeah. As the depth goes better. And I mean, as long as you got Anthony Davis available to play at four, like, you're going to have a problem down there. They're going to have to shoot. Yeah. Well, I think what really it's going to come down to is whether Alex Caruso can carry the Lakers to that championship. I really think he's going to be the key. I mean, that's, he's, he's going to be the key factor. He's, yeah. he's playing, you know, the Caruso. <laughs> I mean, he's no better than Dover, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, they, can, they can keep off the deli a little bit, and they can probably give him that champion's dirty needs. Oh, man. Anyone not familiar with what Con I, who, who Con and I are discussing right now, Google Alex Caruso Lakers, and you'll see why we're laughing. Uh, no shade, though. Not show. No, no shade. That, that dunk off the free throw? Yeah. No shade. He's uh, he's legitimate. I mean, he's talented. He would school both of us on a one-on-one, so I'm not, you know. he just Biggest looks... all-star snub. I mean, speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice. <laughs> okay, all right, man. I, I will. I could have been in the league if it wasn't for my knee. <laughs> uh, last thing before we move on to the questions and we call it a night. Um, the Pelicans are currently four games back of the uh, Grizzlies for that eighth seed. Do you think? Do you think that the Pelicans can sneak in, or do you think that it's you know it's too li- too little, too late? I think they can sneak in. I mean, no, they're they're tied. Oh, they're like went back from ninth spot right now. They're right behind the Trailblazers. Yeah, we gonna beat the Trailblazers tomorrow for them. So, yeah. you know, Stephen, you're welcome. <laughs> That'll move them up a little bit, and it'll be bittersweet because you know I kind of wanted to see Melo in the playoffs, but they're not. Something's missing with them. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Stan corrected the uh, the the Pelicans are currently three and a half games. I'm sorry, I said four, but it's three and a half. Yeah, it's not that much. I mean, it's possible. I think they can do it. And I hope they do it because that, that gives the Lakers a good, a good first round. 
Yeah, that would be a good first round. Uh, I think the Lakers and the Pelicans play tomorrow or Wednesday. I think tomorrow. Uh, March. March 1st? Yeah, yeah. No, they play... Hold on. They play... That's Sunday, I think. I believe it's No, they play... Okay, so you're right. But the Pelicans play at in Los Angeles against the Lakers oh. tomorrow. But the Lakers do play the Pelicans in New Orleans on Sunday. You're right, Ka. But, uh, but yeah. I'm going to watch that game while I edit this tomorrow night. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Definitely be a fun one. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's going to be there. I know he's going to wear the LeBron game, the Pelican game. He's still on Zion now. Yeah. Like, it'll be interesting. I kind of want to see. I really It's kind of a fun thing to watch. They really get up and down the floor. Yeah. They're just, I mean, Zion's from the watch. He has a second bounce better than anybody. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be a great team to watch. A great team to watch. Well, from your, from your lips to God's ears. Okay. I think that's all the topics we had. You ready to move on to the questions? Oh, let's, let's do it. Last questions of volume four, man. It's been a year. It's been a volume. Uh... Yeah, so let's do this. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, as a kid, Ka, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, a gynecologist. <laughs> no way. I, okay, listen to me. No, it, well, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I wanted to deliver a baby. Oh. I didn't know everything that went along with it. Yeah. And I didn't know, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> I guess I watched. The Cosby Show. You know? Uh, okay. I yeah. thought about the husband's voting. But I just thought the concept of delivering kids before I knew all the actual things that went into being a gynecologist. Okay. <laughs> it would be a cool concept. So. Initially, that was, that was my. Initially, what I wanted to be when I grew up. Being a kid, so. Yeah. Yeah, would not do that now, man. You know? Yeah, man, that's cool. I've never heard that one before, man. And no shade. Like, again, hey, man, we all were kids, wanted to be something when we were young, so hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't want to be a NASCAR driver. <laughs> I wanted to be I wanted to be a jet fighter pilot, so it's all good. Oh wow, that's that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I watched uh, Independence Day as a kid, and I wanted to be Will Smith. Like I was like, oh, I want to do that, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's say you you know you hit that Powerball, you hit that jackpot, right? You came into a large sum of money, and you know you took care of your family, you took care of your bills, you paid off everything you needed to pay off. What's the big? What's the you know the big fun thing you would buy first? What's the what? What would you buy? You said that's what you threw me off. The first the question was just what would you buy, and then you said I took care of family and bills and everything already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, the only thing you get now is looking at cocaine. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I would throw the most massive party in my house. <laughs> so you would buy a house, probably. You would probably buy a big well, house I mean, first. Of course, I would have them. I mean, I'd have, I would have bought land, you know, to build the house, but yeah. you're forgetting the whole party. <laughs> I mean, I'd have all the mainstream artists coming. I would definitely have Drake would probably perform. Yeah. I'd have to, you know, pay a seat, but I think I'd get him. Yeah, uh, a million dollars for one night. Huge party. Wow. Cocaine falling from the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, it'd be oh, good. man. Bring BYOS, bring your own skis for the snow, right? Yeah. Disclaimer, I've never done cocaine. I grew up playing too. 
But I mean, at that point, I feel like it just happens. Yeah, it's like when you're rich, <laughs> when you have so much money, there's only so much fun that can be had, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, so what's a chore you absolutely hate doing around the house? <laughs> washing dishes with a passion. Everybody says the greatest, washing dishes. The greatest thing they ever made was a dishwasher. Yeah. And for some reason, like, dishwashing liquid makes my leg itch. So I'm like, hands full of sud, my leg starts itching, and I have to take my hand out. And I thought it was just me, but apparently it happens to my brother as well. Huh. So, it must be a genetic thing. That's that's very oddly but it specific. Makes my, it makes my leg itch. Huh. I hate it. I hate it. I cut my hand as a kid when I was washing dishes. Yeah. I don't like doing bathrooms. I really hate cleaning bathrooms. Like, I really, really despise bathrooms with a fire. Like, I, I, I just don't like... Dishes don't bother me. It's just, like, toilets and tubs. I really hate doing that. It's, uh... It's so... Ugh. I hate it. Uh... Yeah, but I have to say, man, you're in the majority. Most people have asked this question to say they hate dishes the most. I'm like, eh. Dishes are fine. I mean, they pile up so easily. Yeah, they do pile up. They're they're almost as bad as you know, okay, so it's either dishes or laundry. Other people say laundry a lot. I'm like, eh. Oh. I don't mind laundry, I just hate folding the clothes and saving. Yeah. I gotta do it, but if, if I could just live off a pile of the floor, then I mean great. Like an organized mess. Yeah. If I gotta fold them then, you know. I feel you on that one. Okay. Uh Say you're going on a road trip, you're going somewhere, you want a snack for the road, you're at a gas station, something like that. Uh, what's your favorite candy bar or snack? What are you picking up for the road, Cuh? Favorite candy bar. Or snack. It doesn't have to be a candy bar. It could be anything. I mean, just in general, I'm, I'm a Hershey's cookie and cream kind of guy. I'm not really big on snacks in general, though. Yeah. But if it's something for the road, I, I mean, ranch, sunflower seeds. <laughs> there you go. I can choose some sunflower seeds. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not really supposed to eat it, but I definitely agree with you on the Oreos cookies and cream. Like, that's a really... I, I crave that randomly. Like, it's just be random. I'm like, I really want one. Right, that's like, it's like the best. Yeah. They, they, are, they are amazing. <laughs> I could never, I could never get in the uh, sunflower seeds because I could never do it in my mouth. Like, you know, like... Like, de-seed them in my mouth. Like, I always had to, like, you know, spit them out and then get the seed out of the shell and then eat the seed. I could never – I was always wondering how people did that, like, in their own mouth. Like, how the hell do people do that, man? Uh, it, it comes – it's part of, like, day two of baseball training. Like, if you ever play baseball, it looks a little like a class on that, like, yeah. right before they start teaching you how to catch. <laughs> like, it's like, sunflower seed chewing and spitting, like, speaking and <laughs> It's, it's a hard kind of stuff. That's why they did it when you're like young playing T-ball, so you can yeah. learn it over time. So. <laughs> I must have missed those lessons, although I never really got into T-ball. I never really liked I, Yeah. I was about to say, obviously, you didn't. You it probably didn't. don't even know how to chew big league chew either. So. <laughs> the good stuff. It's Chaw. not your fault. It's not your fault. Uh, okay. What was your best and what was your worst school subject? Really? Yeah. Nice. I was a bit in that. Uh, now, a lot of hand science was always, I guess science was harder for me. Mm-hmm. The one I hated, I hated geography. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, not that I hated it, I didn't care for it. 
Yeah. But, uh, experience, mostly because it was just, it was a lot of vocabulary and it was a lot of just memorization. Yeah. Like with math, I guess it was easier concepts. You learn, you do it. It's literally. Yeah. And then input and output. But for science, it was like just a bunch of terminology, you know, and how, it was, it was always at least the high, high levels of science. Like, and then you put those two shits together in chemistry and, just, oh, and, then, and they really just they got you adding up the alphabet it's ridiculous uh, for I, chemistry what time would be <laughs> yeah the combination of math and science was my worst subject oh wow I uh yeah math I was always kind of good at math uh English and I history like an English guy yeah, I'm more of an English guy. The one I hated was physics. Physics is my—I hate physics. I never want to take another physics physics class as long as I live. Uh, never took physics. Uh, it, you're better for it. Trust me, Ka. Uh Okay, so what's the best vacation you've ever taken? Best vacation? Wow. There's a, I don't know. This this is a tough one. This one wasn't even on the list. Was it not on the list? I thought I had it on the list. No. My bad. Oh. Yeah. Well, you, you've been on some cruises, right? You guys went on that cruise. I've been on a, yeah, the cruise was awesome. It was great. I don't know if it was my best vacation now, but it was, it was definitely a top vacation. Yeah. Like, my trip to L.A. was awesome. I did a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, my, I had a trip to Santa Rosa, Florida. did a lot out there. And what was the funnest, though? I won't say, I don't, I don't know. I guess we could say the cruise. Yeah. Uh, only because it was my first, it was my first cruise. Yeah. Awesome, awesome time. You can literally do anything you want on it. <laughs> well, I didn't, we didn't get off the boat much, but I plan on taking one, I'm taking one and made it. Yeah. The Grand Cayman in Jamaica. So. I just remember hearing how much you drank on that cruise, and I was like, God damn, that's oh, fucking yeah, a lot of alcohol. I was, uh, I felt like I was challenged to, <laughs> to get all of my drinks in on the drink package, and I mean, I like a good, a good challenge. So I, think I only accomplished to get all 15 and a plus one, so I think I got the 16. I got one off of someone else's card. Oh, my God. That's only, so but much. it was just one of the days. It was not, I, didn't, I didn't do it every day. That's <laughs> so much alcohol. Oh. It is, but it's moderation. First of all, it's throughout the day, and it's not just me taking... 15 drinks, I mean. Yeah. Yes, I mean, if I take a shot, that counts as one of my drinks. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still strong. Like, yeah. You know, a glass of wine, a beer, it's all drinks. It's not, it's, <laughs> I could but drink. it was mostly Long Island. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think if you gave me the entire day, I could drink 15 beers. Like, I think I could do that. Like, not anymore, but like, when I was younger, I could have done 15 beers in a day. That would have, that would have been easy. I mean, you gotta think about it, like when we played beer pong, we went through so much beer. Obviously, you're putting it between the feet, but yeah. you also got a side drink. Like, you're drinking constantly. Yeah. The J4 shuffle was in full effect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah the great. The- Floor shuffle. Uh, that reminds me, speaking of Mardi Gras at the beginning of the episode, uh, the last Mardi Gras I really celebrated, uh, this is before I moved to Austin, I remember I literally bought like a suitcase of beer at nine 9.30 in the morning and like two little mini bottles of Fuego Bola. That's Fireball for everybody else. Fuego Bola. Uh, and uh, I drank those like I literally spent the entire day with a suitcase of beer 
and I just drank beer as I went along. And like I'd run into people, and my buddy joined me, and we he had some of the beer. But yeah, we we killed the twenty four pack over like God, I don't even think it lasted twelve hours. Like I think it lasted like maybe eight or ten. It was we we killed that thing pretty quickly, and then we had to go get more. I remember that. But yeah, I got yeah. That sound that does sound like a good time, man. And I heard it was a good time. Uh, it's a shame I didn't go, but you know it is what it is. Uh, okay, Co. Would you rather speak all languages or have the ability to speak to all animals? Now this one was a tough one. Okay. And I thought long and hard about it. Okay. And just for the simple fact that it would benefit me, I feel like I went with languages. So I don't get cursed out for not knowing how to speak Spanish again. But, <laughs> I mean, but two, like, you know, I really want to know, like, you don't want to be able to understand all animals. Like, when I go outside and there's three dogs barking, like, are they having a conversation? <laughs> like, am I just hearing all these animals speak at once versus just being able to communicate fluently in several different languages? I was like, I'll, I'll pick the latter. I'll just go with the languages. I mean, it'd be cool to ask my dog, hey, you need to go take a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we can go outside and let him do his thing. Yeah. And you know, even watching Dr. Doolittle, it was a hard time for him, too, so. <laughs> the Eddie Murphy one, guys, not the Robert Downey Jr. one that just came out. Oh, in the God. I, who, who watched the Robert Downey Jr. version? I don't think anyone did, I heard it was awful, uh, which is a shame. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, man, I just, I think that, I, I've told this to everyone who's picked uh, talking to animals, I don't think animals are as interesting as you think they are. Like, I really think you'd be, if we ever had the ability to talk to them, we'd realize how simple and, like, very, very direct animals are, and not that, not that complicated or nuanced, like, I think they'd get boring very quickly. But then again, what do I know? I'm not really big of an animal guy myself, so. I mean, think about it, you... You go from thinking, oh, my cat's doing this cute things when it's really just really being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like, <laughs> like you definitely know you're being an asshole now. Now it's not just cute. Now you feel attacked. <laughs> okay, if you thought that question was hard, I'm really wondering if you think this next one is hard as well. Uh, would you rather have unlimited pizza or unlimited tacos for life? That one wasn't as complicated. I feel, I, I, I go with tacos. Oh. Only because I can have different different types of tacos. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get over pizza quick. And that one wasn't as hard for me. And I probably don't taco as much. Like, and when we say taco, we just saying plain taco. Like, no, I kind of included. Like, I'm also team taco here. Like, I'm like, I feel like that includes burritos. I feel like that includes like you know. Hard shell tacos, soft shell tacos, quesadillas, I guess. Sure, why not? Maybe not all Mexican food, but, you know, kind of like <laughs> kind of like tortilla-based dishes, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, kind of what the broad thing. And, uh, yeah, man, I think I'm I'm definitely team taco. I feel like tacos are way more versatile. And, right, uh, I feel like I can do more with a taco than a pie. So, yeah, team taco all the way, huh? I'm glad to hear that. If you have – okay, Last couple, uh, if you had to sing karaoke, which I don't think would be too much of an ask for you, uh, if you had to sing karaoke, what song would you pick? This one, this one was hard on me, too. Really, all of these questions, they were pretty, they were pretty hard. Well, we try. Uh, <laughs> I felt like my go-to song was always, 
quiet been for a while. You make me wanna about Usher for some reason. <laughs> like one of the worst songs I know every word for, and I blame one of my friends, George, because he would always sing it, and we would always like perform it at Nalago Grand at LSU. <laughs> like when they would do open mic night, we would just go up there and do stupid stuff. That song you make was like me the one thing. The one I'm with. Start a new relationship with you. Say That's you a do. great song. It is a great song. Usher, Usher is slept on. That's another artist that didn't get the love. Usher is a very slept on. Like, I mean, obviously he's gotten a lot of love and a lot of acclaim in his life, but I mean, the dude is like. Dude, like, how many Usher songs do you hear, like, at a club and you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> let's go now. Uh, dude yeah. has hit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about when I'm like, you know, people are slept. I'm like, you can literally put on an Usher CD and I can yeah. guarantee you in the room, the people in the room would definitely know it. Yeah. And uh, so talented and such a great dancer as well. So he had he was almost the complete package, man. And he acted for a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's no Jamie Foxx, but you know, that, I feel like Jamie Foxx is a complete package. Oh yeah, Jamie. There's not. I'm convinced there's any. There's nothing Jamie Fox can't do, like entertainment wise. Like if you were like uh, Jamie Fox, uh, be a mime. I'm sure like Jamie Fox would be like, I, <laughs> all right, I got this. Cool, easy, easy. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Fox is a mime. That would be hilarious. <laughs> okay, last last question, and I'll, we'll call it a night. And again, thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate it. I told you I'd have you on your own episode, and. You know, I'd have you, you on. Came you came through. Uh, okay, so if you had the entire world's attention, all conscious adults, like everyone across the world could hear you and understand you, Cup. You had, if you had their attentions for thirty seconds, what would you say? Thirty seconds, the entire world, yep. everybody in the world. Yep. I would simply, you know, simply say, and I feel like a lot of people will agree. My cash app name is Agent Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> if you just phone me, <laughs> if you just send me one dollar, each one of you person <laughs> make a difference in one man's life. You all just send me one dollar. Uh, I'm not asking for much. Just that one. Uh, one person out there, don't be afraid. <laughs> just send me a dollar. I take all donations. Anything that you can send, really. Oh, man. The cash app only lets you send a minimum of a dollar, so I'm only asking for the minimum. <laughs> and all the people listening to this podcast, that's my real cash app. <laughs> you want to send me a dollar? I'll send a little note with it. <laughs> I'll be sure to uh, link your uh, cash app tag in the uh, episode description. So if, but, I'm just saying, if I could get half of the world's population to send me a dollar, I'd be set. Yeah, so, man, I mean, I only got to reach you. <laughs> Yeah. I need to reach a few, you know? Yeah, I mean, there are, what, 7 billion people in the world? If you've got 10% of that, that's 700 million people right there, so. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, this episode didn't disappoint. Thank you for doing this, Cuz. This will come out Wednesday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did, especially this volume. It was a long year, but we got through it. This is episode 75, and just to reiterate, next volume, which will be coming in May, uh, that'll be the last one uh, for this current version of the show and we'll do 25 episodes and we're going to wrap everything up with episode 100 and uh, Cull will be back Cull will be back probably I'll be back. 
yeah, you'll probably be back in June. So, Stephen, you and I can talk about the uh, NBA Finals and what we think is going to happen. We'll see who, who shakes out I'll in the end. I'll and when they go all the way, I just want to all y'all to say, he was only 21 when I had this podcast. He'll be 22 by then, but you know, he's only 21 right now. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, that's it for Volume 4. It's been a year. Um, I'm really happy. Uh, before I sign off, uh, I want to thank, of course, Anthony again. But I also want to thank Justin, Stephen, Dalvin, Morgan, Alex, Sean, my brother Kev, uh, Clark, Rachel, Joe, other Rachel, uh, <laughs> Tiffany, Cedric, and uh, yeah, it's everybody. Yeah, those are all my guests this year. Uh, thank you all for being a part of this. Thank you all for supporting me and enabling me throughout this uh, thing. And uh, yeah, Ka, thank you, man. And uh, if you like, please like, subscribe, share, uh, give any feedback. Please feel free to give any feedback. I love feedback. I love hearing people. You could shit on it all you want. You could say it's the worst hour or hour and 15 minutes of your life, but at least you listen to it. And that's all I really cares. That's all I really care about. So, Ka, any parting words for the people? Anything you want to sign off? Anything you want to plug? Besides your Cash App, which you already plugged? <laughs> cash App, AJK14. That is A J E N K 14. You know, be generous. Uh, John, I need you to throw in some slow music in the background there. Like, once I, you know, give out my Cash App. And even in my, my speech for the 30 seconds, and I want you to have like a, a nice slow song when you start to say your thank yous. I think it'll really polish it off. You have a great ending to this. Well, I'll see but what I, I can do. Me. I'll see what I can do tomorrow night. If I can't find a free a free piece of music that isn't, if I can't find a piece <laughs> of music that's royalty free and I can just use, I'll I'll do what I can. But no promises. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Uh, thank you for doing this, man. I'll catch you later. You know, we text each other like every day in the group. So, uh, yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll catch you later, Cut. And I hope you have a good night. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And everybody listening, hope they have a great rest of the week and have a great two months. We'll be back in May. So, yeah. Right. Take it easy, Cut. That's Suarez. And I'm a friend. Yep. You're good friend. night. Yeah, good night, everybody. Yeah. All right, Cut. I'll catch you later, bro. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>